Welcome to the KHOW Podcast. You've joined a community who focuses on doing the word, living the word, and following the word. We hope you enjoy these messages. Well, God, we just continue on in the excitement of my brother Malcolm and ask, Father, that you continue to... um, prepare the fertile ground that this word is to lay on the seeds of this word is to lay on i thank you lord that as the ground is being turned everything that is coming up everything that is coming up the seeds are being deposited deeper and deeper with every with every instruction that the holy spirit is given us through the ministers of the word lord god we thank you father and ask as you continue to prepare us continue to reveal us to ourselves lord god what is not acceptable to you continue to reveal it lord god and i pray that our hearts continue to be turned in submission and surrender unto you in this time i thank you lord with the joy of expectancy i thank you father that we are ready to hear the word that you have because we have our feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace in jesus name thank you father god thank you jesus God, I just, I thank you that you are a faithful God. Um, I thank you that you continue to love on us and, and provide us with your grace and your favor, God. Um, and as we continue to be challenged by the word and convicted by the word and changed by the word, God, I'm asking that you help us to walk by faith and not by sight, God. I'm asking that you help us to move in your will and not by our emotions i'm asking that you go before us as we speak you go before us as we as we make moves god in your name in your will based on what we're learning god let us not not be so quick to just take something that we hear today and run with it and without getting a a full understanding of what it is that we're being taught god and in that i thank you for your patience lord i thank you that even though my brother or sister might get it tonight, it's okay that I might get it tomorrow, God. And just continue to to be that support that we need. Continue to to allow us to feel your presence, God. Let us know the difference between your presence and anything else. Let us know the difference between your truth and anybody else, anything else that we hear. Let us know the difference between any other voice that we hear and your voice, God. It is time for us to tap into who you are. It is time for us to, to, to be open to, to what you have for us and what you're calling for us to do and to be and, and, and to the, the impact that we have on other lives, God. And I just, I'm asking that you help us through that. I thank you for continuously being patient with us, God. Thank you. Thank you, God. I thank you, God, that you are love. Yes. And that love, it just, it's, it's, it's the word says it's beyond our knowledge. And I thank you for that, God, because that love that you give to us, I, I just, it's not predicated on anything else. And I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 Um, let's go to the um, the book of Genesis, uh, chapter nineteen. We're going to read a couple verses. 
in this chapter, and we're going to talk about some things. But thank you guys so much um, for your prayers and for your commitment to the ministry. Prepare your hearts. I believe that God is really going to share with us some things that can really assist us in this next phase of our lives. So if you have your Bibles, Genesis chapter number 19, uh, we'll start at verse 23. Uh, give you a second, and I will be reading out of the NIV version. And it says, by the time Lot reached Zoar, the sun had risen over the land. Then the Lord rained down burning sulfur on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. Thus he overthrew those cities and the entire plain, including all those living in the cities and also the vegetation in the land. But Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. I just wanted to spend a little bit of time and just sharing uh, when you hear about the story of Lot, it starts in chapter 13 in the book of Genesis, where Abraham and Lot are came to a place where they had to agree to disagree. And what happened was Abraham just wanting peace, he told them, you know, we don't, I don't want to quarrel with you. So just pick the way you want to go. And so Lot chose, he told Lot, if you pick north, I'll go south. If you pick south, I'll go north. But he wanted just to depart because Lot had something different going on with himself. So he chose his land and his land was towards Sodom. And the Bible talks about how the people were wicked in Sodom. Abraham, Abram, who will later be Abraham, was blessed of God and God showed him. He said, I'm going to multiply. I'm going to multiply your seed, your land will be great. And so the story goes on. And here in chapter 19, we hear that God is about to rain down on Sodom and Gomorrah. So he tells Lot to grab a hold. And when you read through the scriptures, he was asking Abraham, he said, hey, uh, this is what I'm going to do. And even as a, as a man of God, Abraham pleaded. But again, God in his infinite wisdom, who knows all things, knew that there just wasn't enough righteous people in the land. So he tells Lot, he says, grab a hold. Two angels come and they prepare Lot and he has to gather his family and get ready to go. The Bible says that he was told, him and his family, to not look back. And as we just read, Lot's wife decided to look back. And so one of the things I, I want to spend a little bit of time with is the looking back. And when I did a little bit of study in Hebrew, looking back is more than just a glance. It's more than just you just taking a glance. It's actually you regarding what you see, considering what you see, and paying attention to what you see. So the question is, could it be that Lot's wife valued her old life more than saving it? Oh, mm -hmm. that's good. Wow. So here it is, she chooses, she makes a choice 
she makes a choice to look back. And again, to regard, to consider, to pay close attention to, the question again, could it be that she valued her old life more than saving it? See, there's a saying about, you know what you have, but you don't know what you're getting. And so knowing what she had caused her to miss or what she thought she was missing out on, even when God was clear about what he was going to do to the land. So here it is. Not only does the Bible says that when she turned, she turned to salt, but the, the Bible says she turned into a pillar mm. of salt. So when you define pillar, pillar is considered an essential support. So when I read it and I see that she turned into something that supported what she wanted to do, think about that for a minute. She literally became the pillar to her own demise. She, she turns into a pillar, a support system for what she wanted to do. How often do we find ourselves ministering to people who have become a pillar to their own thoughts? It's difficult to try to remove the thing that supports it and this is why the word of god is so rich because you have to understand that it deals with your humanity immediately so what the question again could it be that she valued her own life more than saving it the question for you and i will be what happens when we turn from we what we professed was our faith. What happens when we make a decision about the God we share with people, about the God we testify about, and we make a conscious decision to turn away from the very thing we said we have a full trust in? One of the most difficult things to watch is to literally watch somebody say, I no longer want my freedom. I no longer want to be saved. I no longer want to be healed. I no longer, what happens when turning back becomes more important than living today? Jesus said in Luke 17, 32, these were the three words, remember Lot's wife. Remember what happened the moment she made a decision about turning back. And that same scripture says, for whoever tries to save his life will lose it. What does that mean? Holding on to what you feel your life is made of. Because a lot of times what we go through in life, everything isn't bad. So we take the moments that we deem necessary for ourselves, even though that's also getting consumed, even though God is dealing with that as well. We try to pick and choose what it is we want to carry forward with God. So how can old things pass away and behold, all things become new? 
when we carry the things that we deem necessary about our old ways. Isaiah says, his ways are not our ways, his thoughts are not our thoughts. His immediate response when we come into the things of God because he's trying to get us to understand that the only way we know who we are is in him. We live, move, and have our being. So was Lot's wife reluctant to leave or did she have a desire to return? Think about that. There's a difference. It, did, she, did she say, okay, I, I really don't want to go. And then when the moment happened, did she realize in the moment of going that staying is what she really wanted in the first place? I'm going to pose this to you. The question is always going to be, what are we leaving behind when our house gets on fire? When the home, when you are startled because your house is ablaze, what's the first thing that comes to mind? For those of us who are parents, we say we immediately, we go after our children. But what about those who seek out the valuables because they deem that necessary before their freedom and their life? What, what happens? So here's the, here's the question. When you think about fire in the spiritual sense, we're thinking about the Holy Spirit. So when the Holy Spirit falls upon you and I, what do we want to retrieve before the Holy Spirit actually consumes us? Mm, that's good. Mm, mm. Wow. What is it that we really want to hold on to before the Holy Spirit comes in? Because when the Holy Spirit comes in, it comes in to consume. Mm. It comes to burn out all of you. Yeah. Let me rephrase that. Absolutely. He comes. Yeah. To make sure you understand that when he gets done, all things truly have become new. Yeah. Because the Bible says he's a consuming fire. Yeah. So you have to ask yourself the question, what did I go back to get? When the Holy Spirit said, today is the day I'm going to bring fire to your life. That's what do we think about at that moment? Were we so afraid to become because we had no idea what we were going to be, but we remember what we were. And this is why we have to be ever so careful when ministering to people as if their old life was so bad. Because I tell you, there were some great times in the mess that I was in. Mm -hmm. And if not careful, this flesh will start to pull those moments out and tell the Holy Spirit, you don't have my permission to consume that. Mm -hmm. So we'll tuck it away for those private moments. You know, the moments we think God don't see that. Or it's the moments we say, God, this is the thing you and I will talk about for the rest of my days. 
I'm going to pray, not about a conversion, but for you to forgive me because I refuse to let this part go. So it's the question we have to ask because when Jesus told his disciples, remember, remember Lot's wife, a decision that she decided to make because there was something about that area that she loved. Even when it came to the point where it was going to get consumed, she chose, a part of her chose, to still remain. So here's what I want to ask. How do most people turn back? Number one, they're convinced that this time is different. So what they do is they'll, they'll, they'll tell themselves, it's okay because I'm not going back the same. I'm different now. Not understanding that, number one, the first thing you have to ask is that if it got consumed, what are you going back to? Number two, I will make the adjustments I didn't make the last time I was there. Because I'm, I, I can go, I'm going to go in differently. I'm going to go, I'm more powerful now. I'm more, I'm more together now. But the Bible tells us to don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to. Because you can convince yourself in and out of anything you decide to do. Number three, kind of ties in. I'm so different now. God has touched me. I'm good. I'm not going to do that. But this is, I, I just want people to witness you, God. So we convince ourselves of these moments, but we keep forgetting that if it got consumed, if God says, come out from among them and be ye separate, he doesn't say separate yourself for a time. He says, separate yourself. Are there circumstances that God will tell us to minister to a place, but I don't find nowhere in scripture where God consumed the place and told them to go back to minister. What is there to minister to if it's gone? <laughs> or did we think we could hide it somewhere and that the consuming fire didn't get to that? We watched people that are dear to us make a conscious decision about taking what they feel. And again, feelings are really, really tricky because it will trick you out of where you, where you think you are. So she makes that decision. Now, here's, here's the thing. The only reason we go back is to gain access to what was. It's the only reason why you turn back for something is because you're trying to get a hold of something that you once had. And the question is, you have to be real with that. And this is why when God is doing a new thing in your life and in my life, 
we have to make sure we're consulting the father about what it is. Because I've watched people literally try to minimize their existence and say it's God's doing. And if it is, then why are you miserable about what he's doing? So if you're someone, and this is why we have to be so careful with, with religion, man's ways of thinking, because if you were someone who all of a sudden is told, can't put makeup on, don't put any slacks on, and, and, and the rules and regulations literally changes who you are. If it's something you decide because you and God has spent some time with this, fine. But the God of heaven doesn't want us miserable. The God of heaven wants you and I to grab a hold of the fullness of what he has for here on earth. So the disciples ask him, how do we pray? This is how you ought to pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. So when the Christians want to say, there's nothing here I want, I just want to wait till I get to heaven. Who are you bragging to in heaven? Who are you going to, because we're all there. I mean, we're there and it's specific about what we're going to do when we get there. If there's ever a time to show the glory of God and show people how the Holy Spirit, how the Holy Spirit came and consumed an existence that I tried so hard to get out. They'll see a newness in you, in me, that will cause them to ask about a God they've never bear witness to, but your life and my life can be demonstrated in such a way because here's the thing. The reality about Sodom and Gomorrah is that they were all living in that space. So the people who came out had an understanding of what was. They, they knew what was there. So even in coming out, there is someone who came out that understands what God has done in the moment that he did it. Let me explain. Your life has a magnifying glass on it that people who you may not ever think is watching can literally tell you about your transformation. They can literally share with you, I remember. I, re I remember the moment and this is why we have to be ever so careful to go back retrieving what we said God has consumed, God has taken away. So in order to go back, you have to make a decision about what you're going back to, which is return. What's the definition of return? The act of coming or going back to a thing. What is the decisions that you and I have to make as a body of believers now in our lives? Because there's so much that calls on us from our yesterday. Yeah. There's so much. And be careful. Hmm. Be careful how you hang around your yesterday. Be careful of those who want to only talk about yeah yeah 
Wow. I think I shared this once before, and I'll never forget it. I remember just sitting around a kitchen table with a body of believers, and then I had a couple old friends that came and just wanted to participate. They felt so out of place because what the men were saying about me, they didn't know. So the only thing they could come up with is slim stories. Stories that went back 20, 25 years about a lifestyle that I'm sitting there like, why would you? I mean, there was nothing fun about what they were saying, but it's the only thing they can relate to. This is why you have to be careful. I don't even allow my family members to pull out certain photo albums so we could take a trip back memory lane. There is no memory lane in a place that's been consumed by fire. The only thing you can show me is ashes. Because that's what was left. So the next time somebody's trying to remind you of your yesterday, tell them the only thing you can show me is ashes. If you don't have ashes, that's not my story. Come on. So this is this is I, I love my family. This here is 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 probably the one that, that we need to hold on to only because this what's this is what's causing the disruption in our lives. The thing about something getting consumed is that the greatness of God always fills what he destroyed. Think yeah. about this. Yeah. If you have anything in your life that you want God to take away, the greatness of God is that he doesn't keep empty places. God fills areas because if that area isn't filled, emptiness will always cause you back. Emptiness calls you. Being alone will call you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Not having that drink will call you. There is a phone. Your phone is ringing off the hook because emptiness is going to keep calling you. Fill the void. Whatever it is, ask of God. God, you know how hard I need you that once you consume it, build me something else. Yeah. Once you take it away, let me see you erect something else mm-hmm. for your glory. So I'm going to share with us what Jesus shared with his disciples. Remember Lot's wife. Questions, comments, concerns. Can I say one thing, Pastor? By all means, Pastor Kai. Can can everyone hear me? Can you hear Pastor Kai, everyone? Yes. Um, When you talked about uh, Lot's wife turning into a pillar of salt, right? And you said the pillar was support. The thing that we have to understand is that she supported what Sodom and Gomorrah were doing. Mm. 
Ooh, that's we good. return because we still support, support. that behavior. Oh, that's good. You I, still get that? I still support yes. that behavior. I still support that way of living. I support that relationship. I support that dysfunction. And we don't realize that our turning back symbolizes support. Mm. That's good. But that's good. this message was phenomenal. Mm. If you that's don't good. have ashes. Thank you, Pastor. Yes. Thank you, Pastor Kai. Anyone else? Anyone else? I need the t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have ashes. You don't have ashes. That's, you don't have ashes. That's, That's it. Ashes. That's all I need. If you don't have ashes. That's your heart. Oh, yeah. Yes. I see you, Pastor Shay. I see you. I, I see you. Is this? Um, <laughs> I, I just text Matt. I said, yo, this one need to go up ASAPI, though, homie. Don't, don't rush on though. Um, when I tell you that the portion where you even, where even you started, like the house is on fire. That was my life at 15. Our house was literally on fire mm. and I had to make a decision of what I was going to take yeah. and what I was going to leave behind, which you, as a 15 year old, I threw my CD collection out the door. That's just what that was back then at 15. But I had to ask myself that same question as an adult. When it's in a consuming fire, what do I have need of? Mm. And when you nailed it, you hit the nail on the head when you said emptiness, because I was like, am I looking back at loneliness like it was a companion? Wow. Oh, say that again. Say that again. Say that again. Was I looking back at loneliness like it was a companion? Yeah. That's powerful. Are you yearning for misery? Like, what sense does that make? What sense does that make? And I'm not gonna lie, you 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 got me with the um with the one two three is what I would call it. That um, because this time is con- like convinced that it's gonna be different this time. Mm-hmm. I started chuckling just a little bit, and then the we'll make adjustments from the time from the time from the last time I was there. <laughs> Notice just started moving a little bit more, and then that I'm so different this time. That's when I just laid outside of the screen and started laughing, like, "Girl, stop!" Because I was telling Mal that, um, Minister Malcolm, that the enemy is like seriously trying to make what was yeah. so delicious that wow. is not, yeah. Because a lot of us have appetites, and, and because we're not completely and solely in the word, we don't necessarily know what those appetites are for, what cuisine we're looking for. That's good. That's so good. he's throwing everything that he can, every distraction that he can. And I was about to get caught up. Mm. But God. But God. Mm-hmm. But God. Because that, that whole little one, two, three, I said, oh, you put my business on the street. <laughs> <laughs> even with the position that i was acquired which i don't uh she can't hire for an assistant director position so i have to i was like i'm fine with the therapist position because it's not that deep for me mm-hmm. but i was getting impatient with them mm-hmm. and, a, and i was like you know what it's okay i'm just gonna start looking and when i tell you as soon as i got on indeed the director sent me back please apply for this and i was like okay lord so i'm getting impatient with you Wow, my fault, and I had to sit, repent, get in the word. So, uh, yeah, it might be blown all the way back. Thank you for that. Bless you. I see your sister's hand. Mm -hmm. Stay there. 
Oh my goodness. Like, I don't even know what to say. Well, no, I do know what to say, but I'm like, dang. So like <laughs> when I was 20, 21 years old, I'll be running away from God. Like the word, when I say that, I mean like every time I see Tina, I run away. So <clears throat> when I was 21 years old, she told me that I will be a pillar for God's children to seek refuge. And when you explain the pillar, the purpose of it, I'm still on my own throne. I've definitely got to dethrone myself because I've been running from that for the longest time. Just because it's like, and then I wonder why people um, wonder why people always hit me up. It's just like it, it's the imposter syndrome, me not thinking that I'm anything or or bet like it's just oh, I'm still on my own throne. I'm still on my own sack. So it's one of those things where I literally just have to just go for broke. Just go for broke. What I got to lose mm. except to gain everything. Absolutely. <sighs> I'm off my soapbox. Mm. Mm. Thank you. Trevelia. So my question is, I know I've looked back. I know I've went back, but God didn't turn me into a pillar of salt. But I understand, right, some of the things that I had to, that I still am struggling with because I look back how do I get past it now because I want to relinquish it because this is like this word just like changed me you know even when it comes down to you know the life I had I know me looking back is what caused my weight to come back to get me out of the gym from being a gym rat you understand what I'm saying which I loved because I look back when God told me to go the question is whether you love more I love where God has me going. Then you will never look back. Again, yeah. And, and again, I don't mean to sound I don't mean to sound harsh in it because here's the reality. Here's the reality. I think I think life has a way of trying to put things in front of us mm -hmm. and causing us to really feel as if we're staring and looking back. Right. Because the enemy is tricky. Okay. He's tricky. He's he's the great illusionist. He knows how to create things, but again. As, as, as a people, we have to ask ourselves, when those areas become void, mm -hmm. what did, because you just can't fill it in with anything. Mm -hmm. It's gotta be greater than what was, mm -hmm. or it has to be just as equivalent. Mm -hmm. So it can't be something minor because minor things we're not gonna stick with. So there has to be, an, you know, so when you talk about being a gym rat, if you're talking about whatever it is, that, very thing if not careful we can take something so great in god and literally flip it because the reminder became greater than what he's done mm -hmm. so it's it's decision mm -hmm. and this is why your people places and things will tell me everything about where you're going mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because people become reminder places become reminders things become reminders behold be hold on to all things have become new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not easy to go to a funeral every moment of every day of your life to watch those old things pass away. Yeah. Pastor Kai. I would add to that um, because I've been someone that's done this. Uh, I think that we have to be careful because, right, we're, we're, we're utilizing this pillar of salt, right? But what we have to understand is um we're supporting yeah so it's not so much our demise or our death right the support is that but what we can do is we look back at a thing god was doing and try to re try to replicate that 
in a place where he's doing what he's done in a place he's doing. Mm. So for instance, I would be like, oh, I want to go back to that time of prayer with you, God, or I want to be that gym rat again. Well, that was for then. Yeah. So stop looking back at even because we can even look back at what God has done and try to make God do it again. Or we feel like, well, if I do this, then I'm if I do it like this again, you'll never do it like that again. Because the question is, how is how is it new? Well, 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 yes, but that that is. But what I'm saying is, is for me, it's not even about the new thing. It's try. It's still carrying, um, trying to say, God, I want that, mm. just like that. And if I could be just like that, well, that's where you were then. The question is, where are you yeah, now? That's good. So what he was doing was moving them somewhere differently. Yeah. Right. There's lot. Get your household. We're going, going here. Yeah. And what we're trying to do is go is bring what was mm-hmm. into, into what is. Yeah. Right? right. So now we're changing who we are. Right. Because it's not where we are. Right. Exactly. So it's not about I love the gym. Right. It's am I still supporting a place I was? Mm-hmm. So it's not we got it right. Like we understand lot wife that. But now we've got to let our support of that place die. I had to let the support of, okay, that was the best time of prayer in my life. But then, (laughs) right? Well, I want you to do, I want you to wake me up at five like you did five years ago. God's like, you're beyond that. That was when you were a babe. Now now you got to wake up. I'm not going to wake you up anymore. You get up. Show me your dedication. Show me it, right? So if I'm telling you you're here now, now ask me, what do I do here, God? That's good. Yeah. Not what do I bring yeah. from there here? Yeah. Because there can Ooh, never yeah, come good. here. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> but that's the truth. There can never come yeah. here. Right, 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 right. There can't asking, come here. But it's asking the question of God, what, what do you want me to do here? Here. Yeah. Because right. I am here. I'm right. not there. Yeah. Or looking back. I got right. And yeah. yeah. what is now faith? Right. Mm. He knows. He doesn't say. Yesterday faith. Right. Mm-hmm. Now faith. It's yeah. now faith. Right. Yeah. It's good. And I agree. He's doing something, right? Every day God does something new. Right, right. But we get stuck in what we have deemed the best I look, the best I felt, the best I can't God do greater? Yeah. Then like that best isn't even close to his greatness. Yeah. <laughs> that was the beginning of you becoming. Mm. And we get stuck in the beginning of our becoming because it was the first time we realized I'm not who I used to be. And then we get lost in, right? Oh, well, and then we, right, there comes life (laughs) and God's trying to move us forward, but we're still basking in what was. That's good. And God's like, I'm not there anymore. We're over here now. Yeah. Yeah. Come to where I am. I left there and I've been trying to bring you along. Yeah. And what makes you think the new place will support the OU anyway? Yeah. yeah. And what if he never, ne- what if you're never a gym rat again? Absolutely. Will he still, will you still lose the weight? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. the greatest weight is the mental Come on torment now. Yeah. that you're putting yourself in, yeah. in, in looking at what, what was. Right. Right. We have such mental torment over what was yeah. that we're trying to recreate. No, that, and that was, I used to be like, oh, I wish God, why don't you? He's like, I'm not there. And guess what? Either you. you. Wow. You're tormented. So right when Shay says, Pastor Shay says, 
on Saturday, you become your own oppressor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's no longer the place that's oppressing you. Yeah. It's the mental torment of what you think that place produced yeah. when the place never produces anything God does. Yeah. 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 And Pastor, isn't it also I think part of this formulaic thinking is because in the world that's how you do things. In the world, if you build a house like this, yeah. you build it again like that. Right. In the world, if you were successful on a marketing project, yeah. you do it like that. Right. Again. And so we literally apply world principles mm -hmm. to a God who is beyond and, and we cannot search his understanding. He's a creative God. Mm -hmm. If everything he did was through word, right? Creative power spoken, then we limit his creativity when we hold him to one moment of creation. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Welcome to the kitchen table, Keha. <laughs> Welcome to the kitchen table. Yeah. Any this is this is so good. This is so good. Anyone else? Anyone else? We have four minutes. Um no, Pastor Kai. That was that was that was excellent. Yeah, it was excellent. Yeah. This is this is the kitchen table. I see you, Miss Daphne. Amen. I I'm so enjoying this moment. Um, I'm actually enjoying where God is. Um, I think it was two Sundays ago when Apostle Kai gave us that word about that warfare that we were in is not we're not in that anymore. And then we even Wednesday, how you minister, then back again on Saturday, he keeps trying to get us to see what he's saying. Basically, if you release, because this is what she had just, you know, ministered on, release what we thought was so we can receive what is. And that's exactly what Lot's wife did not want to do. She did not want to release what was so she can have what is now. And it wasn't that it was going to be worse, but she couldn't imagine anything more than what she had already experienced. So that looking back was a longing in her heart of all the fun, enjoyment. I raised my kids there, uh, you yeah, know, we absolutely. whatever in that place. And she wanted that because again, she could not perceive what God wanted to do was yeah. better than and then I love the example of making her a pillar a pillar now you're a stronghold of what you couldn't mm. let go of wow. you know you became that very thing so I'm, I'm loving how the Lord is dealing with us in this season because he is preparing us but we have to hear what he's preparing us for we cannot be tied down to anything on this side because if we are we can't receive what we say we want you know, the supernatural, you know, if we're holding on to the natural. So Absolutely. this is super, super good. So thank you so yeah. much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Daphne. Um, anyone else before we pray out um, again? Thank you, guys. God has been really, really kind to us. Uh, I, I really believe I am. I am favored of God to be amongst people to have. A, a mindset to say, no, God, you know, we want you. Mm. We want your guidance. And what we'll do is what we talked about. We'll W-A-I-T yeah. until it's kind time to understand what we can W-E-I-G-H-T. We want to wait to gain the strength that whatever comes on doesn't feel like any weight. Yeah. So we'll wait to get strong. And so this is 
just God's love towards us. And please allow people to just be people. Just let them be people. They'll love you today, may hate you tomorrow. At the end of the day, forgive them, Father. For they know not what they do. And scripture tells me, Alex, don't get so beside yourself. They're not coming after you. They're coming after me. And trust me, you don't want to fight the way I fight. So I'm going to let God be God and love so that I can gain access to the newness that he wants to present to me every passing moment of my life. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It is nine o'clock. Let's pray. And you guys have a magnificent, magnificent evening. And we'll see you again on Saturday. Gracious Father in heaven, we thank you. Thank you, Father, for allowing heaven to open up and speak to us, God. We are the sheep of your pasture. Thank you for guiding and directing us, God. We pray now in Jesus' name that every word will find itself, dear God, in the space and place it needs to be, and that's in all of us. So, Father, until it's time for us to meet again, we glorify you. We lift your name on high. You are mighty, Abba, Father. Thank you for loving us the way you do. Until it's time for us to meet again, God, we pray that you will keep us. For those who are traveling, we bind up any accidents, stoppages, fender benders, tickets. We pray, dear God, that you would just continue to just be with us, Father. We love you, God. And I want to pray for every family member, God, who are otherwise minded. I pray that we will be the true pillar. Yes. That we will be able to support when they make the decision to seek after you, God. We thank you, Father, for you said in your word, and we stand on the promise that as long as we stay faithful, you will not only save us, but you'll save our entire home. Thank you, God. So thank you for that, God. And we stand on your word on tonight. We love you. We honor you. We bless you. And we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the K-How Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email us at khowworshipla. That's K-H-O-W-O-R-S-H-I-P-L-A at gmail.com.